0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Monster, Dear Monster, a podcast where we explore monsters in various media. I'm your host, Leonard, and today I'm joined by Dave.
1: (laughs) That's me. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I'm eh, doing pretty good, I guess, for, (laughs) for better or worse. I'm here. <laughs> well, On I'm pre- I'm fine, present It's this fine weekend. Yes. I'm I'm present. <laughs> well,
0: well. I guess it's up from up to me to uh provide all of the excitement today. Um today we are going to be covering a uh, a a film that's near and dear to my heart. And that would be 1987's uh, Dolls, directed by Stuart Gordon and produced by Charles Band. Two very recognizable names in the horror genre.
1: Quite so. Quite so. And we've, we've, many episodes ago, we did, we did uh, visit another. Film franchise, um, courtesy of Mr. Charles Band, subspecies, which is still my favorite vampire series. Because yes, it's patentedly ridiculous, and everyone <laughs> needs more bloodstone in their lives. <laughs> and somebody uh, got those long, and, long thingies. Yes, and
0: um, this uh, before we 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 get into. Dolls of of a killer nature, uh, and listeners, be prepared because I I assure you, there will be plenty of puppet talk this uh, episode, courtesy of one Mister Dave. But before we get to that, we have to uh, visit some mythical Slavic creatures. Isn't that right, Dave? Oh yeah, there's a big list. <laughs> we've got the list um and and because i i i haven't had any stimulants today i forget uh how, oh yes we just pick them now and <laughs> we have... just pick them <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes so uh due to our uh thanks to our new system of just randomly picking names off of the list that is what we're going to do and hopefully there is an entertaining entry to go with our selection.
1: Dave, would you like to go first? Sure. <laughs> I mean I'm picking the one you're reading so unless you want to pick the one I'm reading. First, <laughs> take a pick, Leonard. Pick, pick the thing for me. Now we're reading. Okay. All right.
0: All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, link, uh, Linkordica.
1: Bottom of the L. The Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Our our wayward Cameron is far better at pronouncing these than than I'm. I am. Well, let's see what this is. Oh, look, there's a helpful um, Cyrillic pronunciation here, which I can't read. So, um, yeah. The uh Milosnis, or Tatsvitsa, is a female spirit in Slavic mythology that I've just horribly butchered the names of. Uh the Lukratka was purported to be able to possess a person's dead body. No, wait, a person's body and cause sickness. In some tales, she is considered a creation of the dark deity Chernobog. That sounds familiar. Later yep. Russian legends describe 12 Lukratkas with individual names associated with special illnesses. In modern Russian, the word Lukratka has obtained the meaning fever. As a mythological figure, the Lukratka Likrat- Litvakka was related to the figure of Chuma, which in modern Russian language is the term for plague. This all feels very topical. Um, (laughs) Litvakka was sometimes portrayed as a tall woman with disheveled hair, a pale face, and white dress, who brought sickness to people she tried to touch or kiss. The word Litvakka comes from the ancient Russian litko, harm, or bad luck, and radet, which means to endeavor. And there's a picture of someone having the shakes. (laughs) Some sort of fit. Um, And uh, the archangel Mikhail. uh, See also Mokosh and Slavic mythology. We do not need to see also Slavic mythology. Uh, And Mokosh is a protector of women's work and women's destiny. Um, Doesn't feel directly related yeah. Um we will, however, grab the article for uh Channelbog.
0: Yes. It's important. One of my favorite summons from the SMT uh uh Video game series. I love that skeleton mushroom man. If if you're unfamiliar, listeners, just just search uh, uh SMT, and you will find yourself a delightful character design that I absolutely adore.
1: Yes, and on the tangent note, directly related, the um, is it Neil Gaiman who's I think it's Neil Gaiman's series. Um, the they, they adapted it to a TV series. The name escapes me immediately because that's always what happens. Uh, it's the gods. The, the gods oh, American uh, dogs, American gods. Yes, uh, chair in the book is portrayed in that series by Peter Stormare, who is always the best. Ah, yes. Uh yes, he is. He is
0: the he is the best Satan, thanks to Constantine. He uh is is Yes, uh Peter Stromer is is somehow ever present in my life because due to my work I actually have to stare at a character model of Peter Stromer quite a bit. I am not
1: kidding. <laughs> All right. So let's look at this Chernobyl also yes. spelled as Chernobog, Chernobog, Cernobog, Kurnobug, Chernobog, Cernobog, among many other variants, is a Slavic deity whose name means Black God, about whom much has been speculated, but little is attested and known definitively. The only known historical sources for this god are a 12th century Christian chronicle and the 13th century Icelandic legend Kilklinga Saga. Um, which describe him as a dark, accursed deity. Uh, these always just make me want to read these chronicles and sagas that I just don't have time to, like, do, but we will have to make time sometime because they sound great. Um, although the ancient Slavic religion was chiefly polytheistic with a wide pantheon of gods, he has been historically assumed to be the dualistic counterpart or contrasting aspect of the good deity Bilobog, the White God. This dualism is a common theme amongst the Eurasian religions. In modern depictions such as video games and film, Chernobog is direct, generally portrayed as a demon or monster with a grotesque or frightening appearance often linked to darkness and death. The historical sources, a long-standing historic source on Slavic mythology mentioned Chernobog, um, is the 12th century Slavorum, a work written by the German priest scribe Hilmut, which describes customs and beliefs of several windish and Polabian tribes who were mostly still pagans at the time he wrote thus in medieval latin the slavs too have a strange conviction at their feasts and carousals they pass about a libation bowl over which they utter words i should not say of consecration but of execration in the name of the gods of the good one as well as the bad one. They profess that all proprietor's fortune is arranged by the good god, and all adverse by the bad god. Hence, also, in their language, they call the bad god Diabol, or Cernobok, that is, the black god. Uh, this this passage is with a cornerstone for defenders of a thesis that Cernobok was an evil god part of a... Part, was an evil god part of Islamic dualism, at least in that distinction... The name of Chernobog, or more accurately, the meaning of his name, is preserved in several curses in Slavic languages, a veneration of this deity, perhaps survived in the folklore of several Slavic nations. In some South South Slavic vernaculars, there exists the phrase Tuzalburga, meaning to the evil god, or perhaps the evil of god, used as an attribute to express something which is exceedingly negative. And, of course, we have the giant um, in popular culture entry, which references both Shin Megami Tensei, um, some sort of MOBA that I don't care about, uh, Crusader Kings 2, and also Kingdom Hearts, I guess.
0: Yes, the uh, the Fantasia incarnation, which would be the giant horn yeah. demon from uh, the Night on Bald Mountain section.
1: Well, there we go. Uh, and again, in the 2001 novel, American Gods, as well as the TV series who, where he was portrayed by Peter Stormare, um, And he appears in random Marvel comic universe things. I say random, that was not wrong, not, not correct. But um, he is the deity of darkness, chaos at night in some of the Marvel comic universes. And a member of the Russian superhero team, Winter Guard. So that is Volk Yes. A wonderful side rail that we did. But um yes, that brings us back to the list. And I will choose uh I will choose you, Shishiga. All right.
0: Shishiga, uh, Otherwise known as, uh, Hishi, ooh, Ishinka is a female swamp or forest creature similar to the wood goblin in Russian folklore and mythology. It is described as white, nude, and tasseled, tousled, and is considered Considered to harass people and uh, bring misfortune to drunkards. Uh, The same creature is important in the mythology of Komi people. She supposedly lives in the Kama River and often goes to shore to comb her hair. Everybody who sees her will soon drown or die by another cause. This has some similarity with the story of Artemis and Oction, uh, in Greek mythology.
1: Excellent. Wasn't quite a stub, but it was shorter, so that that's fine because we digressed. With turn the book, yes. Uh, two, two Slavic la- two groups of of
0: Slavic la- ladies uh, that cause misfortune and illness.
1: Um, thanks, Slavic mythology. Yeah, we we've, we've chosen <laughs> both correctly and poorly today somehow.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, I, I yes. also wanted to mention that uh, Slavic Nation Army is my favorite White White Stripe song. So I'm glad that that got brought up in in the the article.
1: Mhm. And my favorite new band name Misfortune to the Drunkards. <laughs> that's a that's actually a really good. One. That, that is a good one. <laughs> that is actually a really good
0: band name. That that, that that's that there that seems like that seems like a traditional Irish.
1: <laughs> I don't even know but it's it super good. Um Yep. Yeah. So uh, that, 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 that that was it. <laughs>
0: yes, that was our our Slavic uh Slavic
1: monster
0: s- s- stirs of the
1: <laughs> Double there's two we're doubling down this week. Um and uh what we we didn't mention was uh Cameron, our other co-host is not feeling well, so these I guess particular monsters were were um unfortunately appropriate um yes our our, yes. our poor boy is he's, is he's resting yes he's con- convalescing he will be he will be better um which, which is a shame before. because i would love to hear what
0: cameron thought of 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 this film but alas that that
1: is not to be so it is not and he was he was actually sent on a quest about another film because this one was difficult for him to obtain in the far off realm of australia <clears throat> and there was going to be other we were going to go even further international with uh the puppetry but that will have to wait uh on on a side related note i guess uh, because this is a charles band centric uh topic we will of course (laughs) be covering puppet master in some of its form not the entire franchise um no but at least at least the first film in it yes eventually not yet we'll see yes but you can Uh, you can uh, wait with the bated breath uh
0: for that to that to happen uh and and I, it it should be noted that there is in fact some dolls puppet master cross pollination that we'll get into later in this episode oh yes uh so yes let's talk about dolls um uh, i uh was recently reminded Uh, About this uh, film uh, from a YouTube channel, which I am unfortunately uh, unable to remember at exactly this moment. Don't worry. Once I do, uh, we will uh, make sure that they go into the show notes. Um, Dolls is a film that seemed to be on endless Sunday afternoon repeat for me as a wee little babby um i watched this film constantly um and so it has mm, inadvertently lodged itself in a deep corner of my brain that and has ex- apparently extended tendrils uh throughout uh throughout said brain and has influenced a lot of things that i ultimately like uh, that I was not aware of until watching this movie again recently. Dave, you had mentioned that you had actually seen, uh, just, just recently watched the film when, when I suggested that we cover it on the show.
1: Yes, I had just watched this, um, in the fall, sometime in the fall. I don't recall exactly when, mostly because, uh, A, I was on a giant, um, Charles Band kick and was just watching everything that I could find. Um, that he had produced because they all bear a very specific hallmark and it's endearing to me. So I was just, it just made the list, watched it and I highly enjoyed it. Kind of filed it away in the back of my head for something that we might cover, um, maybe tangentially. But, uh, yeah, uh, watching this again, uh, in, in a quicker succession, um, I, I didn't lose any – like, I, I liked this just as much as I did uh, just watching it a few months ago. Um, it benefits also from – it's it's barely over an hour long. It's a very yeah. short run time. It feels more like an extended episode of The Tales from Dark Side or something in, of that nature. Or maybe, a like, slightly more violent um, Amazing Stories, I think, was, yes. the, uh, was the series.
0: Yes. The
1: Steven Spielberg produced
0: uh uh, uh horror sci-fi, very, very eighties Twilight Zone uh ish amazing stories anthology series is also a a fun classic that oh, I yes. like to look back yes. on. And
1: this would be an episode of that were it to be like an extra season where their budget like dropped a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh yeah, this um it's it's made more with heart than with money i think yeah there's um um this movie is
0: technically a horror movie but i feel like it kind of plays with genre uh, a little bit more because this mm, mm, i might get some pushback on this but Dolls feels like
1: a horror movie for kids. Well, they specifically when you look at the credits, they call out Brothers Grimm as like a thanks to. Okay. Because that that's what this is. This is a uh fairy tale slash morality tale f- spin. Yes. On, on, on a horror movie.
0: Uh, on the, on the, the, the um, killer doll subgenre of, of horror movies. Um, uh, so I, ge- I guess we should actually just kind of get into it and start a, uh, play by play. Um, we've, uh, we are immediately, uh, we're immediately introduced via credit sequence to Creepy doll heads. Um,
1: a, that This is, was a long, this was like a, you know, for an hour-long movie, I think it was a five-minute-long credit sequence.
0: It is a very long credit sequence. It is a, a very, they, 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 they do take quite a bit of time to get into the film. Um, But it, 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 it's, yeah, it establishes this very weird tone. There's, uh, there's, uh, creepy music box music. Uh, there are doll heads, and they are very clearly very old, very porcelain doll heads, um, with, uh, that, those old classic facial expressions that make dolls off putting, um, which is a theme in this in this film you will see uh, a lot of off putting doll faces to to wonderful effect um but uh after the credits we are immediately introduced to uh our our central players uh Judy uh a little girl that looks exactly like Punky Brewster uh uh to the point that she is actually wearing Oshkosh Bagosh uh overalls um, her uh, wicked stepmother, uh, Rosemary, who I believe is played by Charles Band's wife. Um, uh, she actually is has been in a number of his films, and if I'm correct on this, um,
1: she. This actually it's Carolyn Pretty Gordon, so I think it's Stuart Gordon's wife. I'm sorry, there we go. Stuart
0: Gordon's wife. Yes. Which would make
1: which would make more sense. But she is in a bunch of other Stuart Gordon
0: films, correct. And and dies violently in all of them. And this film is no exception.
1: Um C- considering and, her filmography is from beyond Reanimator and Fortress. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um and uh uh, and Judy's father, whose name escapes me,
1: uh, well, it's David. David.
0: yes, yes. Um, uh, they uh are um um they are uh Judy's uh uh stepmother and father are delightful eighties yuppie caricatures um uh like fantastic um from From clothing to car to attitude uh and they are on summer vacation and um very very clearly unhappy with having to uh to drag they're, they're, yeah they're babysitting his daughter <laughs> yes, they're babysitting his daughter her mother lives in boston uh she she gets uh, a little bit of lip service. Uh, mainly to establish that, uh, Judy has an active imagination and that her, her mother, uh, fosters it while her father is, uh, cold and pragmatic and Rosemary is, is literally, um, wicked stepmother because surprise, dolls is a horror movie fairy tale. Um, they, uh, we cut to some really fantastic stock footage of a storm rolling in um as as uh the trio become uh trapped in in a mud puddle and have to uh seek shelter at uh the old Frankenstein place just down the road
1: it's uh, they're not even they're in they're not on a road they're like on a country it's not a, there's no it's they're driving like in the weeds it's really yeah, yeah it's
0: not it's not paved um there's also uh the fact where uh it's not established where they are or if they're even in america um they're
1: they're in the uk as far as i can tell okay. because because well, it's it's a little odd it, i think it's a place of no place because it's a fairy tale so right we have um the uh the rosemary is driving the car the wheel is on the opposite there it's on like i said it's on the uh right hand side the steering column's on yes. the right hand side uh she they turn on the radio and it is a, a, a british um announcer however is giving the temperature in um, fahrenheit and not celsius so that part was weird <laughs> but otherwise, yes, it's it's sort of like an ambiguous space. Yes, on purpose. I think, I think very on purpose.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, it yes it, it 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 actually benefits the story. Um, and uh, their car is stuck. They see an old mansion and decide to to uh, brave the rain to to find shelter. Rosemary um uh snatches uh Judy's beloved teddy bear Mr. Teddy and throws him into the weeds and we are uh treated to the most fantastic visual um, um exposition of how active Judy's imagination is when a horrific uh giant- uh mr Teddy uh uh returns from the bushes. And then rips apart to reveal a, a bear wolf because it looks like a bear and a werewolf crossed together. Who then immediately mauls Judy's uh, father and stepmother to death um, incredibly violently. Um, only for her to say, oh, Mr. Teddy. And for the horrible monstrosity to shrug.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of their budget went into Mr. Teddy. <laughs> I feel I feel like this scene ate up a bunch of the special effects budget. Yeah. It's, it's it's really uh, well
0: done. It is very well done. It's 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 really good at setting the tone for the rest of the movie, I think. Um uh they uh knock at the door. they can't get in. Judy then discovers a a uh, flapping storm window that leads to the break, uh basement, so they decide to do a bit of breaking and entering and um are uh and were introduced to the owners of the house, which would be the hartwicks, yes. Gabriel, Gabriel Hillary. Yes. Um, uh, a, a delightful elderly couple, um, who are so charming and, and, and so nice, um, even when pointing what appears to be a flintlock rifle at
1: them when they're first introduced. Well, it's, it's uh, quite justifiably because people have just broken into their home. Yes, in the middle um, of the night during a storm. <laughs> yes, um, and uh, they they are
0: uh, interestingly enough they are um, a bit leery until Judy pipes in and says that they were caught in the storm and it was so wet and they, they just thought that that they could could stay for the night and and her her. Childlike honesty uh uh convinces the Hartwicks to let them stay. Uh <laughs> and uh it we discovered that the Hartwicks are uh doll makers. Uh because their house is slathered, the interior of their house is slathered in the Um, Dave, what do you think about, uh,
1: this, this puppet house? Uh, it is frightening because it is the, it's the kind of dolls that are the ones you'd expect to have their eyes pop open, um, when they're, like, set up and then the eyes close if you, like, lay them down. Oh, yes. And my, my own, i mentioned this before, maybe I have not, but my own grandmother, um... Years and years ago, her guest room, which is the room that I would usually have to stay in, uh, <clears throat> was uh, adorned in a shelf full of not this many dolls, but there was probably like 12 to 14 dolls of that, uh, um, what's the, porcelain, yes, porcelain dolls, and I'd have to lay them all down. Because they they, they they the shelf was at the foot of the bed and would just stare like at the bed. So yes, as a child, I would lay them down to not as to not look at them or have them not look at me was the the issue really <laughs> when it was when it was time to go to sleep. Lay the Dave
0: laying those dolls down their eternal rest,
1: only until the next morning when they mysteriously would sit back up. Of their own accord. Oh, d- spoilers, Dave. Let's let's not
0: let's not ruin, ruin this, R- ruin my life. Like, I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: oh, wait, you're serious. They w- would be sitting
1: back up. They'd be sitting back up. But that was because my grandmother would come in and sit them back up. Ah, OK. Yeah, because if they sat back up oh. on their own, I would just like not I would not stay there. In that room ever again. Um,
0: I think so those yes. dolls
1: are still here somewhere. Honest <laughs> to be honest. Ooh, well, toys are very loyal,
0: according <laughs> <Yes>. to Mister <laughs> Mister Hartwig. Um, uh, they uh, the Hartwigs uh invite them into the kitchen, serve a hot meal that looks like uh a slop.
1: Um, it was just uh, gross soup. It's okay. <laughs> it's gruel they It looked really bad. <laughs> oh, but it will um it will put some meat on your bones, apparently. Yes.
0: Uh and while they're there, the Hartwicks the discuss about how they love living uh, in a quiet area um and that the storm the frequent storms don't bother them. And uh it, uh the storms are are so uh, loud and violent that uh, it seems like a night that never ends. Uh, hint, hint, uh, that's some foreshadowing. Uh, and then we are introduced to the rest of the cast because I neglected to mention that at the beginning of the movie, Rosemary nearly uh, hits two very 80s punk ladies uh, <laughs> um, who are trying to hitchhike. Uh, and uh, uh, continues driving because uh, she, she's a bad person.
1: But <laughs> to, to the point that she says, did you want me to go back and try again when, when she yeah. was hitting them? Yeah,
0: Dave's like, you almost hit those girls.
1: You want me to turn around and try again? Yeah, she's not a nice lady. No, she's is, not. This is uh, Bunty, Bailey, Cassie Stewart, and, and I'm sorry, I've got them backwards. Isabel. Enid and Ralph. Because yes. uh, it's two ladies that were picked up by a um a a, a kind, kindly um gentleman. Yes. Um uh,
0: I will I will now uh ame- I will now no longer use their real names and simply refer to them as Madonna and Cyndi Lauper. Uh Madonna and Cindy Lauper <laughs> show up. With Ralph, um, and they are, uh, delightfully,
1: uh, cockney, uh, vulgar British punk ladies. And they just eat soup right <laughs> out of the bowl with the big spoon.
0: Right out of the bowl with the big spoon. Uh, and then Ralph is, he, Ralph gets very little backstory. He's just like, I was out driving and they need help and the girls, uh, really make a a big production about, oh, yeah, he's so nice. I'm sure he was only thinking about helping us, and that's why he picked us up. Um, I'm actually doing a slightly more proper British accent than they do, and mine is terrible. But if you love awful Cockney accents, you will love these two. Um, but yeah, Ralph's a nice guy. Um, I a few notes on Ralph. I uh was immediate immediately realized, oh, Ralph is probably the reason why I like Bear. Um he's uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh he's got uh, giant hairy Robin Williams esque forearms. He uh any <laughs> any 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 time you see any skin like beneath His neckline, it is covered by hair, uh, and he has been clearly, like, straight razor shaved within an inch of his life on his face. So he has absolutely zero facial hair, which is the weirdest thing on the planet to me, because I'm just like, that man clearly has a beard all the time, but it was the 80s. And and Ralph is an innocent, childlike soul. So, means, in order to babyface, <laughs> he needs a baby. He needs a baby's face, but it's completely incongruous to the rest of his appearance. Like any time you see any inch of of skin of him in the rest of the film. Uh, which I think is hilarious, and probably the only, like, character decision that I don't agree with in this movie, because I'm just like, you should have just kept him with the beard, because then it would have made the jock's position uh, slightly more effective. But alas, the 80s. Um, yes, Ralph is a super nice guy, and... and. Uh, is immediately uh regards uh Judy uh with uh, with more care and attention than her parents uh or the girls uh he he is on the the same wavelength of kindness as the Hartwicks um I, oh but i do believe that there is one character that i forgot to mention and that is uh Judy's new companion uh Mr Punch because, because people, Punch and Judy. <laughs> yep, and because because once upon a time people know what Punch was, uh, and it's a great Mr. Punch doll. It is the thing that I remember most from this movie. Um, yes, uh, he's he's great. He's got a fantastic uh, profile, Moon Face. Because all I like, all I could think of was my little
1: Moon Face. <laughs>
0: Yep. <laughs> he's got a uh he's got a uh crescent moon profile because he has a giant crooked chin and a giant <laughs> crooked forehead. Um and after everyone settled, uh the Hartwicks uh uh show everyone to their room. Uh David and Rosemary get their own room. Uh the girls get their own room. Uh, Ralph and Judy get their own room, own oh, separate uh, rooms. Yeah. And, yes, and and every and everything's ready and set to to just be fine. But alas, something. Madonna. <laughs> yes, Madonna and Cyndi Lauper have designed. Um. <laughs> So I had a really, I also had a a moment watching this, um, where I was like, oh, these two are also probably why the, why I like the Misfits more than the Holograms. Yep, they're, they're kind of awful, Uh, no, they're not, mm, um. What's, uh, what's, what's Madaba's actual name again?
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> uh uh, I believe it's, uh, Isabel? Is, yes. Yeah, yeah, unless I'm looking it up, you're just saying a question to me. I, I, I do not know the answer to that one. Okay. I, mean, um, I can find I out believe- in 10 seconds.
0: I believe it's isabel uh she's the one uh who is more gung ho about uh committing crime she is she is super into uh the concept of robbery and theft and and uh uh Enid uh is is less so um she's kind of the voice of reason and and uh, a relatively decent yeah, person. Yes,
1: that will be so so my <laughs> Yeah. That that was my misunderstanding. I thought you're asking for Madonna the the singer's real name, so I wasn't I, was oh. like, I don't I don't know. Um <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yes no, um <laughs> Yes. Uh Isabel is the the blonde, blonde. Okay. And is the one that is um, intent on going to Nick uh, Ralph's wallet. Yes, that's their big plan: is to go get his wallet Uh, uh, and his car keys. Yeah, and possibly
0: steal his car too.
1: Yes, Um, and some antiques, as they (laughs) so charmingly say.
0: Uh, um uh, one thing that that uh if you if you have any intention on on watching this film uh you should go in uh with the understanding that the actor the acting is very broad um it is it is not subtle it it feels appropriate that it is it is as big as that all the characters are as big as they are considering that this is is a Ultimately, a fairy tale. So, um, just know that you're not getting like measured acting. You're getting big <laughs> theatrical acting, and I think it really actually kind of adds to the charm of this movie.
1: Yeah, they're they're playing their archetypes like to the T. There, there's no real character depth to any of these, but they're you don't want that, right? Yes, you don't want tragic backstories, you don't want angst, you just want
0: fun. A fun movie about killer dogs. But yes, exactly. they are are playing their boombox, which I, oh, God, I love that. I love their boombox. I love their boombox so much. I'm like, I I looked at it and I said, that's an <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, it's a big silver beast.
0: Oh it's it's fantastic. Um so yes, they 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 um Hillary comes in uh and they question her and and she is a a charming charming old lady who come who who really comes off a bit doddering, but uh clearly is not uh during their investigation uh their interrogation where they ask uh what the valuables in the house are um uh, but she does say, oh, yes, I must be at least half as old as most of the things in this house. I guess you could call me an antique as well. <laughs> um, so, yes, Madonna goes out to nick some stuff, uh, much to Cindy Lauper's chagrin. Uh, and. Uh, we get the uh, we get the doll sequence. We finally get our doll attack, where she's uh, uh, gone into a side room to grab things. She she grabs a, a a silver hairbrush, which really feels like a direct reference to to fairy tales. The yes. silver handled hairbrush is like the most fairy tale thing ever, um, but. Strangely enough, there's a music box that keeps turning on 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 the mantle of the room, uh, and she she shuts it multiple times, and it keeps
1: opening somehow. Yes, and it's, it's it's strangely flanked by two little porcelain dolls.
0: Two two very two little porcelain dolls
1: having none of mass. Um, yeah, they're, uh, they're like mean mugging her from the get go, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, um,
0: uh, there are some really fantastic doll faces uh, throughout, like doll stink faces throughout this entire film <laughs> that I absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're but, so horrendous.
0: Yeah. It's it's it. I think it makes it more effective because th- oh, yeah. so th- th- there's also a, an element of this film where there there there's animatronics, there's stop motion animation, like it's kind and it's all budgety, but I applaud the ambition of trying to actually realize these dolls moving, um cuz you know you have like the original child's play and it's it's clearly a uh, a person uh it's clearly a person running across uh the background in most of the scenes uh when before the chucky animatronic pops to life but here they they really want you to know that these are dolls and doll-shaped uh doll-sized entities and um uh, I applaud their use of the uh stop motion and animatronics anyway uh the last time that the music box opens uh uh Madonna somehow doesn't notice that the dolls that were flanking it have now left uh and surprise she's she's attacked by doll and um this is the one where the dolls are mostly off-screen the entire time, right?
1: Yeah, because they had to manipulate her. Right. And also putting the dolls in the same shot, I think, would have been too much. Like, the type <laughs> of limitations were too difficult. Because this is probably the most graphic bit we're treated to a first... No, it's a... Yes, first-person camera... Point of view where the viewer is the, um, uh, like the trim on the the wall. Yes, like the ba- the baseboard trim. Yes, and she's like bashed into it repeatedly until her until she's like concussed and knocked out yes until her nose are broke is broken
0: teeth are knocked out um which um is is per- portrayed delightfully by them just blacking out some of her teeth yeah um once again that that's the, like when when these scenarios are described you can you picture something slightly more graphic than
1: what's actually portrayed yeah it's um, not it's it's graphic in intent but like it's it's not. It's weird because it's not silly. You still like. It still is bad. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not. Um, this isn't hostile or sad or something. It's not grisly. It's just like it's a- empathetic. Mind. Like you can look at it and go, "Oh yeah, that would hurt."
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, yes. Um, yeah. And I actually kind of liked because it isn't even a death. Uh, at least not immediately. No, she, um, she doesn't die, right? Um, it is, it is, it is an attack, and it it makes sense for the actual size of these dolls. Um, that they just grab her arms and legs, and they kind of just like heave <laughs> her into the wall. <laughs> yeah, they Gulliver travel her straight into into the wall. Um, uh and and then drag her off and that's the 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 when she's dragged off uh and you can't see the dolls i think that's the most effective uh part of of this sequence uh because yeah. judy uh stumbles across her because she wanted a drink of water and 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 uh madonna can no longer speak uh she's she's clearly concussed and and, and in a bad way, and is is reaching out and is positioned slightly around a corner, only to be dragged away um, by by her her uh, invisible assailants. Um, and it's it's a very effective shot. Um, and and a lot of the 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 shots in in this film are good, like the cinematography in this film is interesting to look at. There are a lot of interesting camera angles. They do a lot of uh, uh, interesting positionings with the uh, the shots uh, within uh, the the space. Um, the lighting is also very very good um, and atmospheric and moody. And I I like it. It's a good uh, good bit of filmmaking in my opinion.
1: Mm. Uh, they they use a lot of um uh there's there's of course set lighting at work um for sure because a lot of things are this is in a dark house and it's slightly better lit than it would be if you were in a dark house, but this is the the vein of things where people walk around you know holding candelabras and yes. candlesticks, and so you're getting that light but it's not it's like been artificial. It's it's hammer horrored where there's you know generally like a larger spotlight or something that's doing the work of the the candles,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. There is yeah there is definitely light sources that are not generated by in the lights in 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 the scene, but um, it still adds uh it's still effective uh in 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 setting a mood for for the space.
1: Yeah, it's making everything more um kind of claustrophobic than it than it actually is. The hallways are fairly wide. Mm-hmm. The, the the space is large here, but it's very twisty, turny. And they they do a good job with the camera of like hiding uh how well, both hiding how small it probably actually is and then also using that as an illusion to make it bigger than it appears. Yes. It's it's good stuff.
0: Um so Judy runs to uh stepmom and dad who are uh naturally irritated um uh with her uh and then we uh we 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 get the establishing uh um context of oh yes rosemary's rosemary's bad but her dad is actually evil because he he rears back to slap her and Roseberry stops him because that would just mean that he would have to provide more child support payments uh with her money. Uh and so we are uh, we are firmly established that bad, dad is is big bad, um, even though up until that point he's kind of been played as a dopey, ineffectual um yes man to his his evil new wife um so they kick uh judy out uh judy immediately runs to ralph uh because uh ralph has that charming childlike nature uh, and is more likely to believe her um he doesn't until she starts walking away, and he notice notices that her slippers are literally slathered in blood uh and then uh decides to join Judy on her uh her punk lady investigation mission um do you wanna you wanna uh, breeze through this this next part, Dave, where they
1: investigate yeah, well, it, the spooky it, it house. Um, they, they that's all that's pretty much what happens. They investigate <laughs> the spooky house. Um, they follow the ominous large trail of blood left by a, a dragged body. Um, all of this bit is it's wonderful and also uh, bringing uh, into question Ralph's. Like competency as as an adult, <laughs> yeah. there's you don't bring the child to follow the giant blood trail, like at le- i at least not all the way, <laughs> maybe i don't I don't know for for a safety issue, yes, you are in a strange house, but the blood trail goes up the attic, and yeah, let's go see where it ends, come on, child. Uh, he, although he, he does lived- know, he, to his credit, he does tell her to stay. Like, yes. Not, not to go up. And then she's like, I've been in addict before, I'll go to. And then he's also scared. So I think he's appreciating the company, even though it's the wrong thing to do. Yes. At that point. he Even earlier, he asked her something, and she
0: is, I don't know, I'm seven. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: This- Yeah, it says, give him a little bit, he'll have a little bit of credit here. He did try to, like, do something of the right thing in regard to shielding her from potentially finding a, like, slaughtered body. (laughs) It's it's a lot of blood. It's not a little bit. It's, it's, yeah, giant. Someone had a mop and made a big blood, (laughs) big blood trail. Um, (laughs) A winding one that they had to go down, like, three hallways to, to, to follow. But, uh it's very it's very good it's it's a nice showcase of the uh, the set and uh the further nice showcase of the set is the attic which is filled for some reason we do not know with the, the antiques here are all uh um torture and uh imprisonment devices there's like a stockade and an iron maiden and yes all manner of things that probably shouldn't be touching with your bare mm-hmm. hands that are uh, full of dust and i don't know tetanus and tetanus (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) dustin tetanus that is a horror Mm -hmm. movie addict um it it is and and the viewer uh we are treated to the something of the fate of uh our madonna yes is weakly moaning as a shadow in the corner um Strapped to a uh, chair. M- yes, mercifully missed by um, Ralph and Judy, who head back downstairs, um, having uh, successfully scared themselves by looking at all the torture equipment.
0: Yes. Uh, 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 and then uh, uh, Ralph, being the big clumsy oaf that he is, uh, trips over the dolls that were clearly at the top of the stairs, that they clearly stepped over, and that nobody questions. <laughs> At all, as he falls down the stairs, uh, uh it's a, it's to which a big he, flight of stairs <laughs> it is a yes, it is a uh, yes, it is an incredibly uh, big flight of stairs, and um, he comes out of it relatively unscathed. He he's got a a, a cut on his leg uh, that he insists uh, is a bite from a rat. Uh, Judy says, uh, "No, dude there there were only dolls." Dolls don't bite. Uh, uh uh, so they race back to, to let the rest of the gang know what's been going on. And it immediately goes bad uh with with Ralph. Um <laughs> uh Enid uh is it, uh, immediately accuses uh Ralph of, of, of doing something to Isabel. Uh uh however her reaction like she, she throws out a lot of like super dark accusations, but then her physical reaction is to just go back into the guest room and lock the door. Um, Rosemary and David uh, are 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 upset that he, she, uh, that Judy has bothered somebody with her dumb uh stories, but then they're also like, yo, dude, you're kinda weird. We don't want you hanging out with our kid who we don't like, but we dislike you more. Um and uh I forget how this transitions because I feel like there's a chase. Is this where Judy just runs away?
1: Um yes I believe she just leaves. Uh, Ralph doesn't know what to do. I'm trying to, there's something else happens here. Because I feel like, yes, she leaves and, um, uh, David has to go, I think he goes to look for her. Yeah, David- he goes to chase
0: after her, right. Oh, yes, yes because they say that she's just been the rest of the night in their room, so she can't get in. And she's like, no, I hate you. And then he's off. Yeah. David chases after
1: her. Yeah, he chases after, and, and he's he's carrying around um punch for a little while. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Uh <laughs> yes, which he threatens
0: to tear apart, and then to once again highlight how. And and maybe hint to something else. Uh, He is unable to uh, rip the doll apart, even though he tries ripping out the
1: arms and the legs. Uh, And And the uh, the face. He tries to tear it apart at the jaw, but uh, ends up getting bit for his troubles
0: yes uh and drops mr punch and in uh one of my favorite uh old movie reverse shots ever uh falls to the ground and then reverse shot tumbles into a chair yeah like back flips up into a chair it's really good yep it is actually really good um uh uh Cindy Lopper uh decides that she has to find her friend she has to um and then uh begins to investigate the house, basically follows the same uh pathway uh that, that
1: because there's a giant blood trail.
0: Which, which which um which they do try to
1: explain away, I believe. Um well they've Gabriel. encountered they've encountered Gabriel or uh not they, but Ralph encounters Gabriel down in the kitchen. I think it's the yes, there we go. And Gabriel uh, is just Hand waves it by like, uh, I just spilled a bucket of paint. I like to, I like to do most of my work at night and I use that to paint the doll's rosy cheeks. Yes. Oh,
0: please don't tell anyone about, about it. Hillary would be very cross with me.
1: Yes. For spilling an entire bucket of paint, like all down the hallway.
0: (laughs) Throughout (laughs) the entire house.
1: I was trying to clean it with a mop. It just wasn't coming out. Yeah. Yes, Hillary would
0: be, you know what? I believe you, I believe your wife would be cross with you for that really awful decision to drag a trail of, of, of paint throughout their entire house. Um, uh, Cindy Lopper makes it up to the, uh, addict where she discovers, uh, Isabel Um, And we get our poster shot uh, for the movie, which I actually think was a um, like a demand from Charles Band that they somehow recreate the uh, the image of the poster for the film, which is a doll with a uh, cracked porcelain face showing a uh, skull and S- Scott uh, uh underneath uh holding two glass eyes uh in her in each hand uh to up to where her eyes would be slightly
1: slightly askew uh yes, and, and it's, we... it's it's vaguely um uh, pan's labyrinthy
0: Yes, yes, it is. It is
1: reminiscent of the of the
0: pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. Um and uh uh, uh Isabel says to to get back to leave uh uh Ingrid uh uh shines her her convenient uh Zippo lighter in her face and reveals that uh that she's been dullified uh in the, she is partially in the process of becoming a doll uh her face has uh been uh transmogrified into a doll's porcelain face and her she when she looks down her her glass eyes fall out and we get the poster shot and then uh uh she is immediately uh set upon by the doll and she probably does the most damage out of anyone. She takes out like at least ten dollars yeah with uh, she she's 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 lighting him on fire with, with her lighter she's uh she's removed her giant chunky belt with giant chunky belt buckle and is swinging it around like a flail um it is here that we, uh, discover that underneath the painted porcelain are desiccate, tiny, tiny desiccated
1: corpses. Uh, They're not even desiccated. They're just like, wet. Yeah. It's, it's gross. I mean, it's good, but it's yeah, it's really gross. They're like little, um, shrunken heads. Yes. Shr- shrunken head uh, bodies if you like made them also wet. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and uh she's she's doing pretty
0: good. She's 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 uh seeing her way through through this this uh this uh puppet onslaught and, and makes it out of the attic. Uh, uh unfortunately the the dolls are on to her tricks and she is uh confronted by a firing squad of little uh uh tin soldiers one of which uh is a commander with the sword and a uh uh a uh i don't know what the term is so it's just a, a little guy with a uh, a drum there's a little guy with the drum and the bugle yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um who play it, who playing a, a, a little song as the riflemen raise their rifles and <laughs> shoot her to death um, with some really fantastic squib work, I have it's, to say. It,
1: it's really good. And she's wearing like basically a, uh, a crop, crop top and, uh, with the halter thing. It's, it's yeah. very, very minimal clothing. So they, they put in like eight squibs, uh, no more, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12, like 12 squibs is quite a few because they get, she gets shot twice with the, four guns but it, the squib work is on front and back of her chest each time mm-hmm.
0: um and and side because she gets she, the second time she gets shot she gets shot mid turn and the squib the squibs are placed so that it is accurate to how she how her body is turned it's actually once again it's some really really impressive well executed squib work um uh, and so she dies and gets dragged dragged off. Um, so that's the end of those two. Uh, is this where we just cut to Rosemary? Yes, because David. Yeah. Yes, David still is, uh, out and about. Oh man! <laughs> I, I love that it's Stuart Gordon's wife. Because she always gets, like I've mentioned before, she always gets the most elaborate and gory <laughs> death scenes in all of the films that she's in. Like, she's the one that Jeffrey Combs globs her eye out, the nurse from uh, yeah. from beyond. Um, so she's sitting in bed, uh, uh, being frigid, uh, and notices notices a lot of movement of, under her covers and i i love this i this is um this is a thing that i saw saw a lot in 80s movies where you look at something but until you can actually see it the effects of what's going on don't happen so it's not until she throws her covers off and sees the dolls grabbing her legs that she realizes that dolls were grabbing her
1: legs. Yeah, her legs have been being grabbed. Like, that's happening. And she's like, what are these little lumps down here? (laughs) Looks at them. No, this is actually horrifying. Like, no, it was horrifying when something's grabbing your legs under the covers. Like, you didn't have to see what it was. (laughs) (laughs) No, clearly,
0: clearly it wasn't (laughs) happening until she could see it. No, oh, it's one of my favorite things. Um uh so naturally she's freaked out. Um she gets she gets messed up bad. They are using they're using woodworking tools on her uh
1: they're using uh uh saws uh, they use, on like, her. Both a saw and a hacksaw. <laughs> yeah. They, they
0: are, and this is the, yeah, this is the big money, like, uh, like stop motion reveal scene with the dolls where they are coming after her. They're stabbing her with little knives. She's having a really bad time. She makes it out of the room, um, and only to find more dolls. Um, they, yeah, they mess her up really bad and her, her, her final play is to
1: smirk and then jump out the window. Yes. It's like a headlong dash down a hall to leap over a line of dolls to crash through the window for some, t- uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand the gambit here, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it, it does not
0: pay off.
1: No, it, she didn't make it.
0: <laughs> um, did not make it she did not well yeah but she made it back to bed because yes. David, because <laughs> david returns and and tries to get a little lovey-dovey with her uh and it's a really fantastically framed shot because it's uh her dead body under the covers uh david Facing away is, from him
1: toward us yes
0: Yes, David uh, is is trying to like get her in the mood, and and obviously getting no response. So he says that he's going to uh, take a shower, well, but
1: so while he, he's she she's laying there, and he's like snuggling up, and then making a like wrinkling his nose because something smells bad, and yeah. he's like sniffs himself, and he's like maybe it's me, and then he's like oh, I'll just go take a shower, but um, the the entire time. Uh, he, he we see the front of the shrouded body, and there's just like little pools of blood spreading slowly across the sheets that he can't see. Yep,
0: yep. it's a really good shot. Yeah, this just giant this this blood stain that starts off relatively small and just grows as as the the scene plays out until he leaves to take a shower. And then he comes back um, in, in what is still my favorite pair of ridiculous
1: pajamas ever. Yes, his black and gold uh checkered I don't know what this is.
0: <laughs> oh, it's my favorite thing. It's
1: so it's oh, like it's, so very, tacky. It's, it's, it's well, it's like Harlequin. Yeah, it,
0: yes. And, and, on and, on
1: purpose, of course. But. Yeah. Um
0: and by the time he gets back, the, the, the front of the, the, the sheet is just drenched in blood. Uh, and he finally pulls the covers off and, uh, oh, Rosemary's dead and a big portion of her face is missing now and her eye, one of her eyes has popped up, popped out. Um, but i i love i love his reaction which is to grab the body wrap it around him and then like squirm and push it off for like
1: 3 minutes it's He's it's like wrestling with the corpse it's really it's funny but it's like weird it's it yeah it's it's goofy it's weird and goofy
0: um uh, and David is cl- uh, uh, clear, clearly Ralph's behind it all because he's
1: the weirdo. Oh, he's already been uh, accused of like potentially murdering one of the girls, right? Um,
0: meanwhile, uh, Judy has actually located Ralph, uh, and, and 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 has once again enlisted him uh the, to her 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 little people her 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 terminology her elf, her elf hunt yes uh um uh um from from his place in the kitchen as he tries to clean himself up i uh we get the um we get the weird unsettling mr punch uh you can do it speech
1: oh uh, no it's um it so um Ralph is questioning like not Judy in particular, he's just like making comments to himself to psych mm-hmm. himself up. Um and he's like, I don't uh he's like, I don't know why like why this is happening or something. And then uh Punch in his weird like tiny voice is like You know why, Ralph <laughs> You think you've forgotten, but you
0: remember
1: why. You remember. (laughs) Yep. You're like, ugh. Super inspiring. Yep. I'm like, no, I,
0: I, I would prefer that you not speak anymore, Mr. Punch. Thanks. That's that. Hey, guess what? This isn't the last time that Mr. Punch speaks. (laughs) Um, and so they, uh, they, uh, make their way to it is room that they have passed by numerous times uh that uh, uh which is uh in in the basement they this, so this house has two basements apparently uh one that uh has been converted into a workshop which is where uh Gabriel does all of his work and uh the uh previous basement which is storage which they broke into uh at the back of the workshop basement is 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 another doll storage room. And uh they go in and the dolls reveal
1: themselves to uh Ralph and Judy. Uh yes, and their multitude of stank face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um
0: and and Ralph uh being an adult uh immediately starts murdering them uh well, he, and he, thro- he
1: throws a tantrum so <laughs>
0: yes he does it's... actually throw he does actually tantrum why what happens afterwards kind of makes sense um the dolls uh, uh, uh attack him and are going to murder him before uh judy uh screams at them to stop uh he's Uh, her friend and that they are all bad dollies and this makes the dolls feel terrible Judy is a child and the dolls only exist to make children happy so uh, Ralph is saved by the power of of friendship Yes, Um, and then they have a then they have the dolls have a council which (laughs) is
1: the the creepiest doll deliberation ever
0: (laughs) I love the doll cat. I love the doll council so much. It's probably like my favorite thing in the movie where they are <laughs> Ralph asks, asks Judy like what they what what are they doing? She says they're trying to decide what to do with us.
1: Well, I think she like elaborates further th- and she's like they're trying they're going to decide if we live or die. It's something like that. Also mm-hmm. it's very or, matter, or, very matter of fact,
0: yes, or at least Ralph, anyway, because I don't think the dolls have any intent on uh offing
1: Judy. no, herself. but I think she still puts herself together with with Ralph, yes, um, she doesn't say with you, she's like with us, yes, um, um but yeah and, the, the the doll that keeps- so they're doing like a little huddle, mhm-, and one of the dolls keeps turning to look back at, um, uh, Ralph and Judy. And it's, it's the doll with the little, like, the worst mustache. <laughs> the yeah. Painted yeah. on, uh, badly painted on little tiny mustache. And so I think what we didn't discuss is although they all have stank face, the worst aspect of these dolls is all their eyes are like horrendously bloodshot. Yes. Like with little veins that look really gross. Yeah, Yeah, yes.
0: Yes, they are. And they're all um, bug-eyed all the time, too. Um, But eventually, the doll council comes to a decision. Uh, uh, They are free to go, and uh, it is also... uh, This is also a shot that I really love. There is a little cowboy doll that does... Just the 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 jauntiest of hand flourishes, and the door magically opens, and I'm like, I like that. That is that is on brand for fairy tale. That makes me happy visually.
1: Yeah. Um, oh so the, yes. Uh, the, so the the dolls' uh, their ultimate decision really was boiled down to, um, figuring out and discussing whether or not Ralph was uh, an adult, mm-hmm. and thus deserving of, like, destruction, or a child pretending to be an adult. <laughs> and then they could let him go on his way, if that's the case. So if, if you're yeah. a man-child, you're safe. <laughs> yes. Which he it, it turns out to be.
0: He is, in fact, a a a... A A very uh
1: a large
0: man child yes he's he's um, saved
1: by being young at heart, <laughs> yes, <laughs> because I think he this is what's his words. <sighs> yeah uh so they
0: exit, and but who should come down, but it's Judy's father wielding uh, 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 a a a a a bit of a chair. Yes, but it's also like a war pick because it yeah. has he has broken it in a way that it actually has has a, a uh ninety degree pointy end on it. Uh and he decides that yeah, he's just gonna kill Ralph because clearly Ralph's been murdering everybody. Um
1: uh Well, he did wake he, up with his dead um <laughs> new wife in his arms, so <laughs> yes. Or yes, not wake up, but like find.
0: Po- yes, the, the that is really unfortunate way to it uh, to immediately end your post shower is to find a deceased loved one in bed. Um, so uh, the uh, David's on the attack, and here's the thing that I think is really uh, is is humorous about this movie, um, which is Ralph is a bear of a man. He's has to have at least like. 45 to 50 pounds on the actor who's playing David. Yeah, easily.
1: He's, he's like way bigger.
0: uh um, um but he's a pacifist. He's a yeah. kind pacifist. So there will be no fighting because if 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 he was inclined to fight, then there would be no climax to this movie. Oh, well, the doll council was actually the climax of the movie, but there would be no no stakes in this fight. Um David uh manages to knock out both uh Judy and Ralph. Uh only for the uh for the owner's to come down
1: and see what the racket was. Yes. He d- he did have a final battle with, um, punch. Oh yes, that's right. Which is pretty uh, important it, actually. <laughs> it is actually
0: very, very important. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Punch, uh, yeah, is, is the ninja, is the ninja doll of the doll family. Um, his little his little tasselled wand is actually a, a, a hidden blade. It's a bloodborne trick weapon. Uh, he's, uh, and he, he's and he throws a- like uh, all. Yeah, and with with shocking action. uh into hands, into legs, and shoulders. Uh, but alas, David is too big and too adult. And he uh pins uh Mr. Punch down and then crushes his face in with a uh very old wooden sledgehammer. Um and that's when uh Gabriel yes. uh, and Hillary uh come down.
1: To- and, and, uh Punch is um the only doll we've seen so far that didn't have spooky little desiccated person inside. Yes, This, this punch was empty.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, and it also should be noted that the uh, the dolls in the storage room uh, open the door and drag both uh, Ralph and Judy into... Did, uh, uh, out out of harm's way, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, which is, is important. Uh, and then uh, we get the ending of the movie. Dave, tell us about the end of this movie and the end of uh, Bad David.
1: Yes, so this is the second um, probably budget-killing special effects scene. We get uh, a transmogrification sequence. um that would wouldn't have been out of place in something like uh, American Werewolf. Yeah, uh, David is sentenced to replace the the punch that he has destroyed, and he is transmogrified through a the power of a pocket watch. I guess is what happens. Well,
0: well he he does. David does say my there is my uh there is an exchange that I love it uh, before this process begins where david calls hillary a witch and says, oh he figured it out and gabriel says ah, i was just a lucky guess so yes they are in fact magically inclined individuals surprise like very fairy tale magically inclined individuals so the they yes, they just use a magic pocket watch
1: to turn him into a replacement. Yes, and it's it's actually pretty horrifying. His his skin bulges, his face moonifies, his hair is like shorn backwards. Yes. He develops a gross, grotesque hunchery, and then um they they and, and shrinks, of course, and, and then they make a point of um being mildly charmed by his uh, contemporary um, version of the, the, the punch um, Harlequin outfit. Yes. And then give him a little, the, they replace him, or they give him a little old punch hat and they're like, what? wonder if it clashes with his contemporary outfit. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's all very charming, but also. It is.
0: Yes. Um, And then the longest night in the world. In. And Judy and Ralph
1: wake up in the parlor, uh, yes. fully dressed. Yeah, they're dressed in their day clothes,
0: <laughs> fully dressed. Uh, and and Gabriel and Hillary come in, and uh, I oh, Dave, I can't I can't do this justice. You need to to tell tell the listeners how this wraps up because it's fantastic.
1: Yes. So, um, Gabriel basically insinuates that, that the two have gone on a bender, um, <laughs> and, uh, he's like, I found you in my storage, storage closet. It's been a few hours. You've just knocked out, um, everything was a strange bad dream. You probably shouldn't <laughs> have eaten our weird porridge. Um, and then proceeds to produce the best badly written, uh, like, g- goodbye letter, um, letting Judy know that, uh, her father and Rosemary have, uh, decided to, to, to leave her here. So she would be happy, um, to be able to go back to home to Boston to her mother and, and live a, a wonderful, fun filled life while they travel the globe and change their names and just live it up. Um, <laughs> Uh, while while simultaneously being so kind as to provide her the the money to have a plane ticket back, and to uh, entreat Ralph um, for the for the care of their daughter to see her home to Boston safely, and give him the money too um, to yes. fly back, which he is um, uh, understandably suspicious of, at least to a d- degree that he's like that didn't seem like a very didn't seem like they were such a generous man uh, last night. Um, And then of course there's a, there's a postscript because he's wondering about the two, the two uh, ladies and the postscript is, P.S. We've taken the ladies with us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Go drop them off wherever they need to go. Um, it's, it's great and it's really good. (laughs) It
0: is really good. And the the (laughs) fact
1: that Ralph was like, let me see that letter. And, uh, Gabriel just, Gabriel, he's like, perfectly chucks it into the fire where it yep. like <clears throat> vanishes oh, in a y- burst of flame yes like instantly <laughs> it's, it's like flash yeah. paper it's, just like. it's so good it's
0: just it's it's the most nonsense resolution but it's so fitting it it, it it's it's very on brand with this movie and does not like in any other film this ending would feel like a weird cop out but this feels like a fairy tale
1: ending yeah it's all very dreamlike um the the two of them go on their way out to what we now see is like ralph's rental car which is like horrendously ugly and very old um <laughs> I can't. I can't even like. It, it doesn't. It's the. I don't know what kind of car that is. It's an ugly jalopy thing. <laughs> it's oh, it, it's a, it's a classic car, Dave. It's a classic it's car clear- that's like rusting to pieces. Like it may have been <laughs> fine at one time, but definitely looks not safe to travel in. Um, oh. Uh, I was also about to say before before they they go out to
0: the car. Um we get this very weird uh sequence where Gabriel and Hillary offer to let them stay forever and yes, it's played forever and ever. <laughs> and it's played really sinisterly, and I actually don't like it. Um I think that if they had played it more straight, as in, you know, we're we're old and we're magically the, the basically to the audience we're old. we're magically inclined we don't have children and you two seemingly could possibly become be the perfect replacements for us we could just live here forever because you two clearly love dolls but no instead it's played sinisterly like they're thinking about turning them into dolls which is not logically consistent with how the rules of this work, so it's the only it's, like,
1: yeah, it's weird, but what they do also is that that sinister because it like the camera like gives them a weird, sinister bent, like the way it's zooming kind of in their faces, mm-hmm. um, but. What it also does, or what they also do is the the moment that Ralph's like, I, you know, I think we're going to go. Um, they both just drop it and they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, come back and visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we'll yeah, always yeah. be here. And yeah. uh, of course, um, uh, Judy is wanted to say goodbye to Mr. Punch and they're like, Oh, he's right here. And it's, it's, it's her, it's her punchified father who, in weird baby voice, is like, "See you later, Munchkin, or whatever." Short stuff. He's, See you later, short stuff.
0: <laughs> yep, uh, and that's when they 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 run out. Ralph runs to the uh, driver's side door and is scared to death yeah. by Mister Teddy. Uh,
1: well, he's he's scared of the people. Like he yes. they, they, he's, he knows something's wrong, and he's just like, "I right, we're gonna go." like let's go while we can um it's kind of cute because he's it's it's a it's a exaggerated fright um but yes he's scared by Mr. Teddy in the in the passenger seat uh of the of the jalopy and uh we we get the wonderful line of uh, Judy saying oh um, that he came back and that's because toys are so loyal um yep and they both like t- Together decide that it's better for Mr. Teddy um, to stay with all the other t- toys here, and yes they'd have a better life, and also probably better for them if they didn't have haunted corpse Teddy thing um, with them yeah. on the plane <laughs> yes, um, and Gabriel and
0: Hillary are return to their their kindly nature, uh think that it's very charming. tell Judy that they will uh, they will treat him as if he were one of their own. Uh, and tell her that she can come back and visit whenever she would like, uh, that there will always be a place for her here, and that if, if given proper notice, they will get everything ready just for. Yes, they will, do- and- will dollify the house, I think is what. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, what we'll says. get it all dolled up, I think mm-hmm. is exactly what he says. And Ralph's like, yeah. Okay
1: yeah about nice. that we're, we're it's time to go
0: i'm gonna we need to
1: i need to get out of here right yes. now and we did so we get the um the very cute and wonderful um judy trying to set up ralph with her mother yes <laughs> on the drive on the drive to the airport g- yes
0: literally before the proper even out of eye, like out, you couldn't see it in the rear view mirror she's trying to set set him up with her, her mother. Uh, cut to a shot of another car magically getting stuck.
1: In the mud. In the mud. Right outside the roll, house in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> roll. It's not even. Wait, it's a it's roll credits and then listen to angry father figure <laughs> berating children. Y- yes and then, then and that's, the final no, that the final shot of our our four um, victims oh yes successfully I, dollified on the mantle um i i, I
0: kind of love that uh, the uh, david who is now mr punch and 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 rosemary who's just rosemary um are 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 Seated next to each other, look at each other, and then shake with fury. What I'm going to assume is Fury having to be next to one another for all eternity as doll. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's 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 a good it's a good cap to this uh, this little this little doll trip. So the the moral of the story is be kind to dolls and stay young at heart and you will survive the long night yep
0: i think i think the moral of the story is then <laughs> cuz you know uh they were they were willing to let them all stay and everything probably would have been fine if uh, if everyone except for Judy and Ralph weren't jerks but that's what happened. That, it was the eighties. It was acceptable in the eighties. It was acceptable at the time.
1: Yeah. Don't don't be a jerk. Jerks get stabbed. <laughs> By dolls. By dolls. <laughs> and then turned into dolls. Yeah. And that's dolls. I love this movie. It's good. And there was hundreds of them, so they've done this like hundreds of times. I mean there there is an
0: implication that 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 these that these this couple is centuries old. Yes. Like just Just magically antiques. Yep. Just just yep. Just magically, magically kept together and alive. Um yeah. The, the, <laughs> Making honestly, the world a better place one doll at a time. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? If, if this had been converted into like, one of the Witcher stories I could aus- that we, we just covered. You should, if you haven't listened to us coming, c- covering the Witcher comics, you should, should really do that because they're really good and those episodes are really good. Um, I would not be, uh, surprised, uh, to, uh, watch Geralt have the same reaction to the events of this, uh, of this night. Uh, if he were to encounter it, they they feel
1: the they feel like characters out of The Witcher. Yes, to be fair, I mean like the The Witcher is pulling from the same source material. Yes,
0: but uh, yeah. What, one thing I did want to mention is uh, Guy uh, Guy Rolf, who uh, was Gabriel. Uh, What I told you there was a connection to the uh, Puppet Master franchise. In the later Puppet Master entries, uh, played one Andre Toulon, the uh, titular Puppet Master. Just not for the first or really
1: the second movie. He really does No, it's the third. It's the third, third one. one. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So three, four, five, and it's not six but it's just retro puppet master yes um
0: so yes uh uh had a long future of dolls and puppets in front of him um, yeah it's a good movie if you um if you are inclined uh for for
1: our odd films uh, or just a lover of things that Charles Band writes because he's the writer on a lot of this stuff. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, This movie is highly recommended.
0: It is a a super charming um, product of its time. I I do distinctly remember thinking to myself while I was... You don't get movies like this anymore. Movies just tell a simple little story it's just it's not trying to spawn a franchise or a bunch of sequels it's just just a a nice little capsule of a narrative with some fun performances some interesting special effects and 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 a really charming genre bent in my opinion so yes i really recommend dolls because it it is Because of nostalgia. Because of nostalgia,
1: people. (laughs) So it might not work on you the way it's worked. I I mean, I still enjoyed it now, even not having seen it before. So there really was no nostalgia factor for me, aside from previously enjoying both films by Stuart Gordon and things that uh, Charles Band has had his hand in. Yeah this was really good. It's um and uh I believe Brian Yusna also was producing some of these. Or produced this in particular and has um gone on to direct a few other um Lovecraftian uh, tales. Yes, or at least written written from for them. Oh yes, and uh, uh, uh worth noting
0: if you do, if you are a, an Amazon Prime member, dolls is 100% free. On Prime to watch at any time. So, if you are and you ha- are interested, there
1: is no reason to to not watch. Yes. And then also um, on Amazon, there is the Full Moon um, Features uh, channel, which is I mm-hmm. think, only a few dollars to subscribe to. And it, it, it has, like, everything that Charles Band has done. Yes. So that's always uh, another thing. I just need to go finish watching Subspecies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it the whole time. All right. Does that wrap us up, Leonard?
0: That wraps us up tighter than a uh, than Madonna strapped to a chair being turned into a doll. Dave, where can people on
1: the internet find you? They can find me pretty much exclusively on Twitter, uh, under sentient underscore at at sentient underscore plus and our wayward, our wayward host who's recovering uh, Cameron can also be found on Twitter at night underscore twitten. And that's night without a K. How about yourself, Leonard? People can find me on,
0: on Twitter at Dr. Faust is dead. Uh, People can also find me on YouTube by searching Dr. Faust is Dead. Uh and if you uh, are interested in my work, I have just posted a a little tone trailer for my next video essay uh that I have been speaking about endlessly. On this podcast, I mention it nearly every episode, uh, where I will be covering uh, the uh, themes of uh, the uh, Kubler-Ross uh, uh, method, uh, otherwise known as the Five of Grief in the video game Grease. Uh, so you can see a little tone trailer for that on my channel. And that is primarily my... Online. Um, I want to thank you all for uh joining us for this episode of Monster Dear Monster. Um I was uh I was very, very happy to to cover this movie. And I really hope that everyone uh enjoyed listening to it. Next uh next time. We will be back with more Legati verse. Um, I will be appropriately more dour. Uh, I think we both will. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, we will. What will we be covering, Dave?
1: We will be covering, always uh, Grim Scribe. There we go. We we'll will be, be starting Grim Scribe. Uh, Grim Scribe um, journey coverage. Yes.
0: Uh, So look forward to that for our next episode of Monster, Dear Monster, the Monster Exploration Podcast. Uh, But for now, this is Leonard. And Dave. Signing off. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, folks. Bye.